Coming to you uh, live from the Smart Start MN Studios in South Minneapolis on Chicago Avenue, it's the Brian Oak Show, and that right there is just the beginning, tasty, first few spoonfuls of a song, Marvin Gaye's Christmas in the City, which is an instrumental. And of course, I know Marvin Gaye is a brilliant songwriter, but you think of those vocals, you think of that swagger, you think of that guy, and you're like, damn... And then he put out a whole song about Christmas where he doesn't even sing a single word. Track it down. Marvin Gaye, Christmas in the City. I've mentioned before that I am a deep, deep, deep abiding fan of holiday music. You know, I'm not a man of faith, but I am a man who enjoys this time of year. And if you're going to go somewhere and hear Christmas music and all you hear is Wham! Last Christmas and Mariah (laughs) Carey's, what's the name of that garbage song that she does? Uh... All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. Which, by the way, just went back to number one. Oh, no. It was 25 years ago, and it just went back to number one because we live on a garbage planet. No disrespect to Mariah. That that woman redefined music in the 90s. That woman broke records that the Beatles held for 30 years. But also, some Christmas singles should just not be a thing. Also, the Christmas shoes, and if I've somehow, I've somehow, and I, I hate saying this out loud because I know I'm cursing myself. I know I'm going to hear it on the way home, but I've somehow made it through this entire holiday season so far without hearing it. Hi, my name is Brian Oak. His name is Sean Bernard, producer, co-owner, ally, partner in crime on The Brian Oak Show, and um, I do love this time of year. I do love the holidays. I do love holiday music, but here we are less than a week away, and Sean, I do have to ask you... Um, are you guys already got everything more or less wrapped up just over a week out from Christmas? I'm the guy that last, uh, let's see, last night I promised my wife that by nine I would tell her what I wanted for Christmas. And I forgot to do that too. I've bought zero gifts. And I've also failed to tell my wife what it is that I want because I don't really need anything. You know, I'm one of those Same. annoying people. I, I don't really need anything. Like, I don't know, buy me a weird Cthulhu t-shirt and a, a gift card to a bookstore and I'm set. Like, I, I the, when you're a kid, you want to go down and have some things to shake around. You want to come rushing down and dump out your stocking. It's cool, man. I mean, I, it's part of the reason I love Christmas so much, but I don't really need anything. That being said, I got a few people in my lives that need a few things and I haven't bought gift one yet every year i promise i'm going to do better at it every year and every year i fail not only myself but the people who count on me a couple of stories i want to hit real quick before we get to this evening's guest who i like very much we became friends a few years ago he's got a brand new record out called weird captions and he's just one of those guys who you can't you you don't not trying to be friends with rock stars or rap stars but every once in a while you meet one of those guys who's so warm and so kind and whose smile lights up the whole room it's just uh you know there's not really anybody else like him and i'm very glad he's decided to be our guest this evening and we'll talk to him shortly but given that it is the holiday season you know you talked to sean about not really that's you can we not 
Is that a thing that we could not do? Thank you. You know what? Advertising is ruining the internet, Sean. You know that, right? I love advertising, man. That being said, I know you do because that's how you spend most of your adult life. That being said, uh, I want to thank Smart Start MN. They are Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. They're the ones who are able to let you get back into your vehicle. If you have a DUI, which, by the way, it's the holiday season. Don't do that. Don't, don't park your car in the front yard. Don't hurt anybody. And just don't risk your own life on the way home. However, no matter how how many admonitions people get, no matter how many warnings there are, people still cut it too close. They drink and drive, and every once in a while it goes the wrong direction. Well, that's expensive, and that's dumb, and it's terrible. But then you have to kind of pull your life back together, and that can be expensive and long-term. And these guys can get you back in your vehicle, get you back to living a relatively normal life in a relatively short period of time. And even if you're not the dumb one, maybe you're like me and you know a lot of dumb people that drink and drive, and then you, they have to use a smart start, right? There is that. And so they can get you hooked up for way less, way less than you would expect, because then you can get back to work and not have to drive your kids to daycare in a cab every morning hmm. for three months. Again, I read that in a book somewhere. I'm not really <laughs> sure how that works, but it can happen. So you go to Smart Start MN, as in Minnesota, smartstartmn.com, and I believe they have a link to our show on there that can actually offer you a discount. They do, and vice versa. You can go to our website, brianoakshow.com, and click on the Smart Start MN logo, and that goes directly to a 20% off uh, offer on the Smart 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 Start MN. I knew I was going to mess that up. You got it. I'm not a pro like you. <laughs> on the Smart Start MN uh, website. Very good. SmartStartMN.com. Thank you to Ed and Mike very much for jumping on board before there was even a show to do this for. As I said, advertising is saving the internet, so thank you so much to SmartStartMN and their support of this show. I wanted to mention a couple of things that made me think very much about the holidays. Now, we are going to head into a slightly warmer period here where it's actually going to be a little bit above freezing. It's going to be mild, but we've gone through some very cold days. And let's be clear, January and February are still way out in front of us. It's going to get cold here and there are people who don't have a home they don't have a place to go to sometimes you know you look down on people and you're like well they screwed up their own life other times they're the victim of circumstance but here's the deal it doesn't matter to me these are your fellow human beings people make dumb choices and sometimes people just get screwed and when I see someone homeless even in the middle of summer when I see someone at a light where I'm taking a left and they've got a cardboard sign I think maybe I can count on on one hand the number of times I didn't at least give somebody a buck because even if I'm broke, even if I have nothing, well, I'm driving a vehicle and I got a buck sitting right here in the little center console thing. Here you go. And I always say good luck, you know, I just because I, that buck's not going to change their life, but it might mean they get to eat that day. It might mean that their life is different that day. And it's not your job to write their entire story of how they're going to use it either. I hear people, well, I don't want to give them that dollar because... I just know that they're going to go use it on something bad. Comedian said something fantastic. He said, so what's the worst thing that happens? They go buy a beer with it. If there's somebody who could probably use a beer, it's a homeless guy. Amen. Or I, I I'm just, just saying, I, but but I just I think about it in a grander scale, not just the people who are doing that, but like human beings, man. Like that, we live in this weird, divisive, angry, stupid age where we've decided that we can't treat human beings like human beings. 
Fuck you. You know what? People, exactly are, right. people are fucking people, man. And so here's the deal. Uh, warming centers are now opening up throughout the Twin Cities, including at several Salvation Army locations. The big ones over at Payne Avenue, Salvation Army, but there are many other ones as well. They generally open up at about 9 a.m. and stay open throughout the day. And there are a lot of shelters that will offer help, and they usually offer one free meal and some kind of warm drink to go ahead and get you back up there. And here's the deal. A lot of these uh, people who... You know, spend a lot of time outside in the winter. It's hard, man. And you, but warm up for a little bit, get one meal inside your body, and it increases your chances. It's not a guarantee that your life's going to turn around, but the fact that the Twin Cities are opening up so many warming centers right now, I'm just asking people to spread the word. I'm asking people to, if you see someone who looks like their fingers are turning blue, do the right thing. Look it up online. There's an easy reference guide available. If you look up Twin Cities warming centers, you don't have to drive them there. You don't have to be responsible for their lives. But damn, man, give them some information and a couple bucks and help people out this winter. And that's the stuff that gets me way more in the mood for the holidays than any gift giving or receiving. I was homeless for a little while as a kid, uh, three different times. Very short, short time, so I don't want to make it seem like I was homeless for three months, but I stayed at that Salvation Army downtown twice and lived in Texas and lived in a tent for a couple of weeks. And I'm glad I have that perspective. In fact, I was worried that my own kids wouldn't understand what it was like to grow up broke, you know? And so I actually, I once took them to where I lived in North Minneapolis and tried to drive them by the house, but it was after the tornado hit and I didn't realize that the house I lived in, literally half the the home was gone. I'm like, Look at that. That's where I live. Here's half the, that half was the, my life. That's my life right there. See that with the there's not even a roof on that side of the house anymore. You kids true story I did. No I tried to, perspective. Yeah, yeah. No perspective. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other story that I wanted to mention now, it's gonna be months in its implementation. It is not going to happen overnight. But this is a dark time of year. I mean, it's a wonderful time of year, and there's so much reminiscing, and there can be so much warmth and wonderful moments. But everyone knows that the holidays can be a hard time of year, not just because of the holidays if you had a hard time as a kid but also these are the dark midwinter months the lack of sunshine is a real thing i'm not a big you know zodiac guy or spiritual (laughs) guy crystal guy but it can be a dark time but the holidays are hard for so many people and everyone goes through their struggles and you never know what someone's going through and the fcc despite all of their many failings in their desire to choke off freedom of expression saying things like fuck you you fucking fuck that kind of thing like you can't do that on the radio but you can do it here (laughs) but the fcc actually approved a new three-digit number as a suicide prevention hotline much like 911 it's going to be 988 now remember that will not be in place for this particular holiday season this is going to take a long time to put together that being said there is a nationwide suicide prevention hotline that exists right now 1-800-273-TALK that is also one 1-800-273-8255. Don't do it. You know, I mean, life is hard. Trust me. We've all gone through it. We've all felt like this is just stupid. Why would I ever continue doing this? Before you make a drastic decision, my one request of you or anyone you know who might be in the spot is this. Give it a chance. Call somebody. Breathe. Have a quick conversation or a long conversation. Just think about it. This is your one shot. This is the bit. It is your one shot. So again, 833 will become active sometime in 2020. But in the meantime, 1-800-273-TALK, 800-273-8255. Because it might be shitty, but think about it. 
every single person listening right now has had those crap days. And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up, you're like, oh, man, this thing or that thing. There are reasons to stick with it. And I know it can be tough as hell, but there are reasons to stick with it. Yeah, last Tuesday, I got the call, man, from a friend who said, I don't want to. It's not that I want to die. I just don't want to be here anymore. I'm like, what are you doing right now? She's like, well, I can't do anything right now. But uh, the very next day we went out to coffee and and chatted and and, uh, she's getting help, which is great. But I just was, I said, I thank you so much for reaching out. She actually reached out to a mutual friend of ours. And I said, will you make me one of the top three now? Instead of she was kind of making me second tier of people to reach out to. I said, make me top three. I will stop what I'm doing. I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning. If you decided you don't want to live anymore, reach out to people and you know, we'll figure something out. Well, and so. it's not trying to be dark. It's trying to be positive, man. This is, a hard t- this is a hard time of year. So I guess, you know, and you can't, you can't know what other people are going through. I just know there are people who have a great ring of friends, but there are other people who feel very isolated, very lonely yes. and hopeless and hopelessness. I mean, it's one thing to struggle, but hopelessness, that's a very different animal. So again, 833 will be coming in the new year. In the meantime, 1-800-273-TALK-8255. Just ahead, we are going to be checking in with a local hip-hop. What's the word I wanted to use? Not bon vivant. In any event, a young, rising local hip-hop star. What song do we decide to go with? I don't know, but we better go to it soon before you turn into Kermit. (laughs) What's happening right now? My voice is contract. Look, if I lose this, I'll be calling 1-800-273-TALK very shortly.
Some years back, maybe even a couple of decades back, the Duluth band Low put out an incredible EP called Christmas. And there are so many great classic holiday albums. And in the modern era, I would say decidedly less, but there are still some great ones. And if you have a chance to get your hands on that EP, it is gorgeous all the way through. I love every song on it. When I am sitting around sipping on a little Pennsylvania Dutch, a.k.a. pre-mixed eggnog, watching the Christmas lights and everyone else has gone to bed, that's kind of my go-to right there. Uh, it is the Brian Oak Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. I want to get real preachy on the front end. I just wanted to say, you know, with the holiday season, you start to think about what's important and what matters. And friends, decency, treating your fellow humans like human beings, that stuff, it just, um, it starts to take on a much, much bigger aspect, at least for me. Not that I ever forget about it entirely, but it does take on a bigger aspect. Before we introduce tonight's guest, Sean, did you know that I am a rap video star? I have to admit that I actually recall seeing you in a rap video. One day I was sitting at a local establishment enjoying a day drink, and I saw a friend of mine, a guy who I had gotten to know over the last year or so, send out a social media update saying, hey, who wants to be in a rap video tomorrow? And I don't even remember what the descriptor was. And I wrote back, well, if you're looking for a square-ass middle-aged white guy, I know a guy. I got you. <laughs> and I immediately got a text on my direct line from him. And I went over to Savers and bought the squarest-ass outfit you could ever imagine. And suddenly, I was a psychologist. And I appeared in the Dwynell Roland video for Down off of his previous release. And um, I'll be honest, you know, it, it was my first effort, so it was a little clunky. But, um, you know, thanks to uh, Jake, who directed the video, uh, he made me look a little squarer and older than I even already <laughs> looked when I showed up. Uh, but it was wonderful to be part of the creative process for Dwynell. Plus, I know a lot of people work really hard to get into rap videos. And, um, you know, I mean, I didn't make a clap or anything, but I looked pretty good. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to introduce our next guest. He is a Twin Cities hip hop artist. He is uh, got a brand new release out called Weird Captions, and his name is Dwynell Roland. Dwynell, how are you, man? What's up? It's good to have you here, man. Thanks for coming in. Hey, you no. were just part of a sold out show on Friday in the First Avenue main room. Yes, I was. Shout out to Yam House, man. That was great. It was fun. Tell me one thing about Yam House that I clearly don't know, and that would be pretty much everything. So tell me the most important thing you could say. Give me the elevator speech on Yam House. <clears throat> Let me get this tie straightened real quick. <laughs> get this tie straightened real quick. No, nah, I mean, yo, Yam House, Yam House, they make great music. And not only that, they are super, super driven and super nice. It's, it's crazy. And I know they... They they go from small, they do small shows or small little, now they're turning into big shows, clearly. I mean, they showed out First first Avenue uh, months before, in the main room, months before. And well, because they had a young Dwynell on the bill. I mean, that might have had something to do with it. Man, no, nah, that, that's them. That, okay, that, all right, that's all, right, all, all right, all right. Hey, man, hey, listen, I'm honest. I get crazy with crazy dude. That's all them. And 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 one thing I want to say is that I'm very thankful for them, man. And it's it's amazing, Seth, Zach, Lars, Jake, and all of them, man. They're just they're they're great people and they're doing great things. And I'm I was happy to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, make sure I'm a, I'm gonna plug them real quick. Make sure you go check out their show. Get tickets to their show. They perform next at the Palace. 
for their headliner here, which is insane to me. <laughs> wow. Cool. So, hey, shout out to Yam House. Y'all my boys. Y'all my brothers. Thank you, and I love you guys. Thank you very much. Fantastic. What's it like playing in the First Avenue main room? Because I've been going to that room, and I'm this is going to be weird, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to say something that's going to make Grandpa sound even older. I've been in, I've been going to shows in that room since before you were born. <laughs> uh, seriously, like I, I know you weren't born in 1985, and that was the first time I walked into that room, and I have spent so many magical, incredible, I mean, that is, that's musical church in the right. Twin Cities. There are lots of other great venues, to be certain, but First Avenue, man. So, like, what's it like on the stage in a sold-out First Avenue? Man, it's amazing. It's amazing. I remember the first time I played, it's it's weird. It's weird, actually. I played, like, three times in the main room before I had actually had my own set. So, which is wow. insane. Well, so what do you mean? Like parts of other people set, like coming up and being part of a collab or? So, um, 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 get Cryfy, uh, would, uh, do these events for sound set and they would do it in the after party and they would have DJs, uh, Fundo, Last Word, uh, Plano Bill and, oh my God, I'm, uh, Jimmy two times. There you go. So. I ain't forget you, baby. I, forget you. <laughs> so, I understand that it's important uh, to give credit where it's due, man, but every once in a while, we can't all remember everything nah, all the time. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so pretty much they would, they would, you know, they would do the sound set after parties, and it came to, you know, they, they see me perform one day, and it's like, here, hey, uh, come do this. And I would do a song or two, and I would play in the main room, like every sound set after party. And uh, I would I would do a t- song or two, and I remember the first time I was just like, "This is so great." Now, were you excited or were you scared shitless? I I wasn't. I've never been scared to perform, um, because I always have fun, and I'm very I'm I'm a, I'm a very personable person. So to me, it's just like, all right, man, let's let's hurry up, get this over with. Let's do it. Let's kill it. Let's have fun. <laughs> Um, I never really have any like jitters or anything like that. Uh, the first time I performed in the main room though was the Best New Bands, and mind you, I was performing in the main room like three, four times before Best New Bands. But that was the first time I seen myself on the actual flyer walking past main room that said Dwayne Rowland. I was like, and then not only that, not only that, they give you the little star cake with your name on it, and I was just like, oh snap. I mean, well, not the star kid, the star donuts. Shout out to Glam Donuts. Yeah, yeah. Those girls do that, doing good things. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, and yeah, and when I saw that, I was just like, oh, Lord. Like, so, and that was my first set, and that was the best new bands. And then the second, and I think I did two more times in the main room with a set. But, yeah, it, 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 it's fun. It's so fun, and it's always a great time. I, I usually don't stay on stage that long. I usually go and hop on the, the fence and, you know, rap. And then I, like, earlier, I, like, I hopped into the crowd and went into that little side. You know the little side? Yeah, yeah. Where, the lean, where you come down with the thing. Yeah, I hopped on that. And, a little ramp down there. Yeah, there yeah, used to be yeah. a coffee shop on the nice. other side of it long ago. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That is wild. Yeah, no, we used to write our penny farthings down that. Um, Dwaynell <laughs> Roland, so I asked you to tell me something about Yam House that I don't know. And this one is, I never try to expose anyone's, you know, rawest nerves. But uh-huh. I do like to talk to people about who they are. That's the whole reason that I enjoy the interview process. Tell me one thing about Dwaynell Roland that I don't know. 
anything. Um, you juggler? No, <laughs> I I am I am not. I I will say I don't eat pie. Or oh, I give you a, I I give you I give you a good ex- uh, I give you this. This is what I tell you. I don't eat things in in the middle of it. Or I don't like anything grape. I love grapes, but I will <laughs> not drink any grape pop. Any grape pop, any grape juice, anything. But the actual grape, I would eat a whole bag. Two questions. Green grapes or red grapes? Uh, red grapes. Okay. So do you drink wine? No. I don't either. I hate wine. No, that's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but now, when you talk about not eating something in the middle, I know exactly what you're talking about. Are you talking about casseroles? Are you talking about, uh, like, pizza? Are you talking about all of it? Like, you, you won't eat the middle. You'll only eat an inch piece? No, no, no. Which, I mean, any filling in the middle. Okay. So, oh, donuts. Yeah. I won't eat anything filling. The only thing filling in the middle that I would eat, and I don't even call it filling, but it technically is, is, like, the Starburst little gummies that they have. That you, it's it's like uh, what's the old uh candy that used to have the filling like gushers, gushers. It's just like gushers, <laughs> but it's starburst. That's the only that's the only thing. But 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 donuts, you ain't gonna get me to do that. I'll, I'll uh-uh. eat like around it, and then you tell me like a sweet raspberry or custard filling. You're not having anything no, to do no. it. <laughs> All right, so I would like to send out a, a close circuit to everyone at Glamdoll Donuts. You, the next time Dwight is on, send over a baker's dozen of filled donuts. I'll cut out the middle. Dwight can eat the outside, <laughs> yeah. and I will murder the inside of those donuts. Man, I, it's weird. I've just I don't know. I've never understood it. Oh, and this is this is this is a good one. We're going me. deep now. I this like is, it. This is a good one about me that a lot of people look at me and like, are you kidding me? Um, I've never had coffee in my entire life, and I'm 27. I've never had, never took a sip of coffee in my entire life, ever. Yeah, that's a good fact. Forget everything that I just said earlier. Yep, let's go with that. Never once? Never once. Not, I, even, not even a taste? No. I, I, not I, been attracted by the smell? No. Not some sugary nightmare coffee from somewhere? See, no. for me, dark black coffee and a couple pieces of peanut butter toast is literally <laughs> my favorite breakfast of all time, but that coffee has to be blacker than the heart of the devil. <laughs> You've never had a sip of coffee. Uh, no, no, I've never had any coffee. I don't, I don't, I've, I've never, I looked at it and always been like, yeah. Okay. And again, that that was actually precisely what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. I was thinking like, Damn. I mean, that's, that's fucking weird, dude. You're 27. Yeah. Never had a sip. You never sat at a Perkins at 2.30 in the morning and drank coffee? I've never had a sip of coffee or I've never smoked a cigarette. Well, la t fucking da. <laughs> for Dwine L. Exactly. We're going to talk about you. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, aren't we? I, I, okay, well, congratulations on being better than everybody. You know I'm fucking around. The, the tour homies wouldn't say that I'm a Goody Two-Shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I've heard the story. Hey, before we talk about your new record, I do want to mention one of our sponsors, and that would be Great River Radon Mitigation. Laurie has been our guest on the show here before to talk about it. You can text her directly at 612 701 That is 612-701-2216 because radon is a thing that happens a lot here in the upper Midwest. She tried to explain the science to me, and I do love science, but I'm also sort of an idiot. There was something about the granite shelves of the upper Midwest here, and it's a noble gas, and it's in there, but when it breaks down, it hangs out as a particle in the basements of a lot of homes. And if it's there, at least according to cancer.org, which was dated uh, late October just this past year, the leading cause of lung 
cancer in non-smokers is exposure to radon gas, and that's according to the EPA, even before they outlawed having real scientists there. So it is something worth noting, and it's something worth having checked out. They have a good deal on getting your basement checked out, and then if you do find out you do have radon, they're very reasonable when it comes to having it removed. Yeah, that's a nice thing. As a realtor, I know kind of the ranges of what it costs, and they're very affordable if you do need to have your radon mitigated. So thank you to Great River Radon Mitigation for jumping on early here on the Brian Oak Show. You can call the main office, 612-701-2215, or I would recommend texting Laurie directly, 612-701-2216. I've known her a long time, and she's very, very good people. Plus, you don't want to be breathing radon gas. Or when your teenager finally says, I'm not living upstairs anymore. I'm going to go downstairs and make my weird drug den in the basement. Well, just make sure the drugs are all they're doing. Make sure they're not down there huffing radon, okay? <laughs> Great River Radon Mitigation. Dwayne L. Rowland, you, uh, I met you a few years ago, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that a little later. What I want to talk about is okay. your new your new record. It's called Weird Captions, yeah. and we're about to hear a song off it right now, and it just came out this past weekend. Yes, it came out Sunday. Tell me who... <clears throat> I'm going to say a couple things about this new record from my humble and square, you know, point of view. um, Your writing in terms of your lyrics is more sophisticated than it's ever been. And the beats on this record, I don't know who you worked as a producer. Shout out to Travis Gorman. One more time. Travis Gorman. Travis Gorman. He's also my DJ. Well, he is, wow. Is that Travis that I met a long time ago? Same guy? Tall, white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Clumsy as hell. But also like (laughs) nice as hell? Yeah, nice as hell, clumsy as hell. That's my guy. That's my boy. (laughs) Well, he also knows how to come up with some good beats. But I will say this about your record. Your record brings a certain amount of adult heaviness to it this time around. Now, not a bummer. I'm just saying like this is an introspective record, man. Am I wrong? (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. Um, Yeah, it's, it's... totally different than what I'm uh used to making mm-hmm. and um I think like last year I was going through a lot of stuff and you can and while I was going through that I mean the best thing for me is just really just trying to navigate that through music and um and I was going through it while I was while I was going through it I was writing it you know and uh when I whenever I felt a bad day or whenever I felt a day where I was super just like I would go to the hookah bar, and that's where that's usually how I write. I haven't wrote like that in a while, uh, but um, I would go to the hookah bar sometimes. Some of those songs are from the hookah bar. Some of those songs are from Travis's room, and I just write in, writing them right there and laying them down. So, I want to hear one song right now. When we come back, I'm going to find out where the hell a hookah bar is. Were you in Marrakesh? Where the hell were you? No, man. I was in Columbia Heights. Uh, py- <laughs> pyramids. There's a hookah bar in Columbia. We have so much more to talk yeah. about, but first, <laughs> I love having musicians in here to talk because it, it's endlessly fascinating <laughs> to me because there's a there's a hookah bar in Columbia Heights. It's yes. one of my favorite things I've heard since we've done this podcast. <laughs> However, before we talk more about that, what's this first song we're going to hear? Uh, we're hearing Bill Nye. Tell me about it before we get into it. Oh, man. So Bill Nye. Bill Nye is probably like one of the fun records on this whole thing, uh, uh, the other stuff is like pretty slow and personal. But Bill and I, I wanted to, ha- I wanted to have fun, and I, I was in a good mood, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> let's make some fun. So that is Bill Nye. Plus, Bill Nye is one of my favorite humans on the planet. His name is Dwynell <laughs> Roland. Thanks for tuning into the Brian Oak Show. Yeah. 
Thank God I'm not stuck with no took. Can you turn on my voice to how it was before? Yo, 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 yo. Everything is just different. Feeling like Scotty Pippen, I hope they listen. Thank God I'm not stuck with no tuition. Proper planning gon' get you if you have it. They look at me as the man, and I ain't got no demands then. But speaking about my man tonight. Hey, look here, boy, this real life. Don't stop and stare, just be aware. I should probably get a new life. Should have finished school, probably get a wife. Kids somewhere like over time. Well, you know that's under mine. Right now, some shit that's hard to find, but... You know I get on beaches scoping shit To get you interested to tell your brother and your sis Closing off the game like Arthur with the fist To be real to your friends, I insist, I insist, I insist Brought together like a scientist, pastor, a preacher, or teacher As long as you learn something Stop touching buttons, get back to stunting Flashy, flashy, let's get nasty, don't tell Sally Wait, 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 who the fuck is I just need some distance in my life Giving good dick, it's exhausting go for time, but I don't get no ass. Let's be real, where's the wine? It's not for me, it's for her. Whoever she's coming with, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I got problems, you got problems, you got problems too. Feeling like an overcrowd. Now, now, let's settle down. To be honest, I don't know what the fuck I'm speaking now. Whatever it is, give it a round of applause, let's go around. Round, round. That earth ain't all bad. I mean, shit, I made you smile. Every day's a lucky day. Well, at least when I'm in town, get the bag, then just bounce. Could be a hefty amount, or it could be 50 cents, cause that's how this rap shit pans out. Don't worry, everything is under control. Just flurries, but I'm in a hurry, so let's speed this up. It's a buck for your time. Thank you, yeah, I'll make it up. They all want love. But forget about all the trust Alright, alright I party like my birthday Every day, each day Drink J-Mo like I'm Thursday If she kiss me now Then I think I need a first kiss. God damn, look at what I've done Stupid ass shit again Who can smoke, keep all of your piff But we fams all hit it one chance And that's it Ray J, one wish Yeah, it never comes true It's cool to dance in the rain too Yeah Back to the sequel about shit that don't matter. How wells can be lethal when fragile hearts get shattered. And your mind just scattered. Not everything is gold. Well, behold, look, I'm here. Now you know around and around. Love me later, don't let me go. Orange people in the office, nigga, that's a fuck, no.
Wynell Rowland is our guest. That is his song, Bill Nye, off the new release, which just came out this past weekend, Weird yeah. Captions. Yes. Tell me the name of your producer again. Travis Gorman. I know you said that he's clumsy, but he's also one of the <laughs> chillest individuals I've ever met in my life. No, that's my boy. How'd you find him? Where'd you meet? Where'd you guys get together? So, um, I'm in this group called The Rotation, and uh, or a collective, I want to say. Let's say a collective. It's me... Uh, hi, I'm Donnell Rowland. Um, <laughs> it's Travis Gorman, uh, Devin Reason, and Finding Novion. And um, how I met Travis was Novion and Devin met a long time ago. Uh, me and Novion knew each other forever, you know, since we were little. And uh, one day Novion was like, hey, I got some homies that's trying to record. You trying to slide through? And I was just like, yeah, I guess. I don't, doesn't matter to me. So I went over to, and it was Travis's house. We recorded like two songs, and I was just like, "Man, this man's beats is fire, bro!" Like, dang. And then that's when we were in the basement, and this was years. I mean, this had to be like six years ago, five years ago. We were in the basement, and then that's when we started the rotation after later sessions. But yeah, and that's how I met Travis, and ever since then, I mean, he's all our DJs, and he's my man, he's my brother, and so he. he He's an amazing producer. He has a weird thing with, you know, how, how he produces. He has his own style. Like, everything is distorted, but it has, like, different elements, and it's it's great. He, he does great. I've always enjoyed your music. I just wanted to, I mean, one of the things I said early on is the production on this record is my favorite of anything I've ever heard you do. Thank and you. Uh, it's Thank really, you. it's really, really good. So let me ask you this. When we go back to the early days, I always like to ask bands or artists this, you know, a lot of people start out because, you know, unless you're some weird Mozart like prodigy, nobody comes out fully formed, right? Like right. you got to practice, you got to mess around, you find things you like, you dance around a few things, mm-hmm. you work with with other people's material what was the first rap song you knew that you absolutely fucking killed when you were a kid like i know you were practicing in your room i know you were rapping along i know you were singing and thinking what's the first one you killed that wasn't your own jeez that's a really good question that that killed that wasn't my own yeah yeah Everyone starts it with somebody oh, else's music. I, I mean, I'm certain that you had ideas, but you didn't come up with a masterpiece when you were 12 or 13 years old. But you were you were rapping along with other people. Who you know? You know what's crazy? Uh, that's a really good question. I or if it, look if, if if it's if it's All Star, that's fine. What's the name of that band? Walking on the Sun. I can't think of their name. Oh God, I don't know. Would have been a funnier joke if I knew yeah, their name. Yeah, exactly. All right, if it's Counting Crows, Long December, that's cool, <laughs> yeah, too. exactly. Um, it, it, it was, in fact, Mariah's Carey, This Is Christmas. The oh, Christmas oh, song. For <laughs> yeah, Christmas right. is you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking in the mirror Get just out. rapping. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> rapping just super, super hard. hard. All right, so I don't, I, don't, I don't need you to give me the exact song. No, I'm joking. But, but as you, as you um, were realizing, like, oh, man, hey, maybe I'm okay at this. Like, because there's a lot of people who sing in the shower. There's a lot of people who sing along with bands. And they suck, and most people with self-awareness know they suck. Right. But you, at some point, recognized that you had flow and you had some ability. Who were you listening to and sort of taking inspiration from when that dawning first happened? Back then, I, I, now thinking about it, really. Um, so I listened to the Hot Boys, Big Timers a lot, uh, Lil Wayne and Eminem and uh, 50 Cent. And, man, I remember, dude, I used to be the biggest G-Unit fan, man. I used to have the shoes that he had. With the wheel, uh, <laughs> I, I, I even had the chain with the spinning G unit. 
I tried to my my skinny ass tried to sit up here with these muscle shirts trying to be fifty cent. Uh, it never really worked that way. Yeah. Um. We all got our own path yeah, to walk, don't we, man? Yeah, bro. That, well, that path is long <laughs> gone. Uh, I mean, you can still you start taking some whey powder and working out a little more. Yeah, I mean, I, I put like this: if we got some listeners that some personal trainers, holla at me. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you don't want any of that, right. man. That's too much work. No, no, I know you. You're too chill for that, man. But, no, yeah, I think I think it was. Uh, you know, I, I used to listen to like man, I used to Eminem. Mystical was one of my biggest favorite. He's like one of my favorite rappers uh, back then in the day, and BG. Lil Wayne, Eminem, Nelly. Ah, uh, man, it's 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 a, it's a lot. I'd like to say something G-Man. right now. Uh, you know how I feel about you, right? Like we're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's real, right? Like yeah, we yeah. we have a connection. Man, hit me. God damn, you're young. Damn, you are young. I know. What about what about redhead kingpin and the FBI crew? Nothing. I don't know. Cool Mo D. I don't know. I mean, I know Cool Mo D. Do you? Yes. Uh, I mean, also like that's what my uncle used to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say, I will say, it was it, it was a lot of Tupac. Tupac. I had Tupac yeah. a lot. Um, N.W.A. I love Easy E. I think Easy E is amazing, yeah. even though he didn't write his own lyrics. But, easy, but not that easy to deal with. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're talking bullshit. Now, hey, I love Easy. Uh, I'll tell you what. I didn't love N.W.A. But. One of my favorite records of all time that I finally found on vinyl just a couple of years ago. He was a he was a sort of a secondary member of that particular crew, the DOC. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. Yeah, everybody, everybody loved that record. Oh, well, they <laughs> should love that record because it's one of the greatest hip-hop records of all time. Yeah, yeah I know. Everybody loves that record. Oh, we're not going to play it now, <laughs> but I'm telling you right now. Early Why in the wouldn't year, we? It's great. What do you want to hear? DOC, lend me an ear. Do you it's mind coming. if we take a little break oh, from the man. conversation? Come on, man. We, in here. we play that and then we come back and play another song from your new record, let's, Weird Captions. Let's do it. I love this record so much I can't <laughs> tell you, man. This record, like I, I, I'm, I'm square and old, but this record is one of the few records that makes me move when I hear it. And when I found it on vinyl, I was so excited. Oh my god! Yeah. Hang on, I'm trying to get it. Uh-oh. It's okay. Look, the we, great thing about pre-recorded is we can edit. We can edit. You sure we don't mind us jumping in with this real oh, quick? Oh, no, nah, man. We here. I'm here. It's just so goddamn good. We here. All right. All right. I'm with it. Thank you. <laughs> I wish have. Oh. I misspelled it. Probably don't. There we go. We just spelled D-O-C. Just spelled D-O-C. No, because it made me do the D.O.C. Mm. There's that. Yep. A little bit better than dope is A brand new kid to show biz With knowledge I persevere But if I not do me a favor, favor. Let me in here Then we can find a rhyme to fill in space And drop the bass with a taste of light Lyric of affection See I'm equipped to open your mind like a Christmas gift It's 89, the new school is needed Original, see nobody can do it like we did The deal to the seal, it's juice not a trio Theo, Mayo, spin a chunk like a gyro Hard, dangerous, suckers angle this Cut as raw, why? Cause they can't hang with this Loop the break Smooth like a prism. A portrait of a masterpiece is funky enough, cause they told me it has to be a little stronger. So I make not a mistake, I'm too much on the hype tip. Trey Bragg. It's a deal to the 
for indulging me because I, I you know, I found uh, hip-hop <laughs> earlier than most of my peers growing up in Coon Rapids. Uh, in 1983, a buddy of mine, Tony, who turned me on to a lot of great music, he came home with two 12-inches. I don't know where he found them, but it was, I had heard of hip-hop, but didn't have MTV, didn't have any right. experience to it, and obviously hip-hop goes back way further than mm-hmm. that, but <clears throat> the earliest run DMC 12-inches, Rockbox, Jam Master J, he came home with, and I was like... This doesn't sound like anything I know anything about or anything I've ever been a part of. And it was fascinating. And so then I got interested, right? And you're going to laugh, but we even started a little B-boy crew where we were really terrible oh, break dancers oh, in the mid-1980s. Yeah, no, it's terrible. We need oh, video. Oh, I even I even had a name, man. What's up? Trick. T-R-I-C. What up? <laughs> now, years later, that, the, meaning of that, the meaning of that would change. The meaning of that would change, oh. so I played myself. I know oh, I did. I know I did. Love. But I kept paying attention. I uh, I don't love all hip-hop, but right. I love a lot of hip-hop. And the DOC, man, that particular record, oh, it's such a really, really good record. No One Can Do It Better is one of my favorite hip-hop records of all time. Unfortunately, shortly after it came out, he was in an awful car accident that crushed his larynx, Ooh, and he tried to come back, and... It, it didn't it, work like that. It, it was just, it was, it's one of those things like, what's the worst thing the universe could do to you? Yeah. Oh, you put out this impossible masterpiece. Now we're going to crush your larynx. So the the deal is I just did a little looking online here. I was only born less than a month before that guy. He and I are the same age. So we're, huh. 
we're your same creepy uncle, Dwynell. <laughs> Before we get back to talking to Dwynell about his new record and hear another one of his songs, I do want to thank the staff at Audio Quip. You know, for the first month, we were sharing a decent space with a few people and in a not terrible podcast studio. Now we have our own dedicated space, the Smart Start MN Studios, but with incredibly high-end, wonderful, beautiful equipment, and we owe that entirely to the good people at Audio Quip. Uh, you can find them at audioquip.com, A-U-D-I-O-Q-U-I. P. Nate Topher, Patrick Robb. They've got a great story. They're incredible parts of the community. They generally provide audio equipment for things that you would imagine you might need audio equipment for. Let's say you have a large corporate presentation. Let's say Dwynell's giving a TED Talk. You know, uh, let's say that you actually have a live show somewhere that you need real professional audio equipment for. These people are chill. They're professional. They've got everything you might need. And they were such enthusiastic early adopters of The Brian Oak Show that I um, I'm not quite sure that I still yet believe it. Christmas came a month ago when they put this thing together, man. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, the and, sound and, and, and it's a mobile unit. And, oh, speaking of, at the end of January, we are going to have our first live event. for So for everyone who supported us on Patreon at the VIP level, you've got an invitation coming in the not-too-distant future. Still just a few minor details to hammer out. But we will be getting in touch with you. And if you'd like to be part of this experience and get on board, it is patreon.com slash Brian Oaks Show. And thanks to everybody in every regard who has supported so far. Dwynell Rowland is who we're talking to right now. Right now, Twin Cities hip-hop artist, Dwynell, before we talk more about the new record, yeah. you've been here your whole life? I have. Where'd, yeah. you, where'd, you, where, where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in North Minneapolis, um, 37th and 12th, Humboldt Avenue North, right across the street from Farwell Park. Real specific. I was just kind of curious in general. I know. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, know. I, don't want, I don't want people making pilgrimages to like, oh man, this is where it all started for Dwynell. Hey man, they should. Take a picture, because I took a picture. That's where, that, it's, it's crazy. That's where that, the Young Rolling cover is that house. The house you, like, when you came home from the hospital, that was your house. That was, uh, well, not that house. I mean, I, I was in <laughs> probably in an apartment somewhere, but that's okay. the house that I grew up. <laughs> but but you spent a lot of your youth in <laughs> yeah. that house, all right? I, I wasn't trying to make it that specific or that way. We're not <laughs> doing a house, documentary that here. single house in that bed with that single cover. Don't don't make it weird. Don't make oh, it weird, bad. man. I'm sorry. Weirder. Did you have a lot of, did you, like, have, a, like, a Beatrix Potter comforter when you were a kid? <laughs> Let's let's get away from that. So, but that house—that's where you became aware, became yeah. young, young Roland, yeah. and it's that's where you grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yep, yep. That house over north in North Minneapolis. Yeah, that's where I grew up uh, my pretty much my entire life, and then I moved. So, and now, yeah, now I'm in a remote location somewhere. <laughs> I look, man. I I wasn't digging on that stuff. I would like you to tell me one thing though before we hear another song off your record. Uh, weird captions. Yeah. Um, I think that North Minneapolis for a lot of Minnesotans is like, oh shit, man, North Minneapolis. Tell me why that's wrong. What's cool about North Minneapolis? I mean, North Minneapolis is it's a lot of culture there. It's, it's 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 a lot of love, man. I mean, I know you see every everybody everyone sees what they see on the news. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Those things happen, but I feel, I feel like those things happen in every community. You know, it just so happened that it happens there way more. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, man, there's people that there's nothing but love. You know what I mean? There's old, you know, mom and pop shops, and that's still going. And you That's know, what and I wanted to ask. I, I, I don't want people to think it's, like, it's just, like burning. It's like people are like, oh, terror. Oh, it's awful. Nah, like, it, 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 it's a cool place, man, right? No, nah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like that. I mean, as, you, know, there's, there's, you know, there's times where... You know, some situations and 
But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it, it's a community. And, uh, you know, people, everyone knows everyone to to, to a certain extent. And, um, yeah, man, I, I love North. growing up in North Minneapolis. It taught me a lot. And uh, that taught me a lot. And then also uh, going to school, and I know you didn't ask this, but going to school in uh, St. Anthony Village High because I, I, I was seeing two sides of everything, you know what I mean? I was I was coming from, you know, the hood going to a place where not everyone looks like me and the houses are nice, the 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 community's yeah. amazing. I say in North Minneapolis, it's, a, it's just a total change. I wasn't used to it. So when I was going, and I used to go on the bus to go there, my mom wanted me to go to St. Anthony just for the just school. Mm-hmm. And I somehow got in, and it, it's not easy to get in. I mean, it is probably easier now, but back then it wasn't. And, uh, yeah, just going back from back and forth and just seeing everything, I think it helped me. Like growing up in North Minneapolis and then also going there, just seeing all the views of everything. So I don't have, like, a one-sided view, especially when it comes to, like, Facebook argument or Whatever, it's just like I get it from both sides. I mean, you're still an idiot, but I get it. <laughs> oh, there's a reason that you and I are friends. Oh, there's a reason you and I are friends. I know exactly what you're saying. Like I get it. I get it. I mean, you still I mean, dumb. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense. I, I I can see why you are you you feel that way over here, and I see why you feel that way over here i think both of you guys are, are a bit extreme and dumb but nonetheless i get it and i think i think i think that always helped me with life in general and um i don't know i'm, I'm just thankful for just having to go through that and I, I i try to give saint anthony as much love because i think that helped me be mature and being a dot and see things in the lens of like real life Instead of just being like, oh, well, I only know one side. Mm. Yeah. So my, my favorite thing about my career for the last 25 years and now doing this podcast is precisely this. It's talking to people. It is gaining perspective. It's learning because nobody knows shit, right? Oh, oh, but, shit. but, but <clears throat> as long as you keep trying, then things, th- there's the hope that things are going to get better. Exactly. Right? I mean, like the... And whether we're talking about talking to other people in the community or diving deep inside yourself, you Mm got to keep asking questions. You got to keep looking and you got to be strong, but also not let yourself off the hook. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think learning is key. And I think and I'm still, you know, learning. Oh, agree. Dude. I'm almost twice your age, and I'm still learning. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's going a little slower these days, I'm going to be <laughs> honest, but I, but I am still working on it. Dwynell Roland, before we get into the next song off of your latest record, Weird Captions, when is the next time if someone wants to see you live, which I recommend because you talked about how you like to move around, you like to be dynamic. Yeah. I've seen you a few times, and um, <laughs> just watch out. I mean, you know, like have protective eyewear on because this guy might come at you, not in a violent way, uh, oh, no. but you never know where he's going to be next. When's the next time somebody could see you the next show is a new year's eve show at the moose on monroe and uh yeah i'm just gonna be hosting it there i'm doing the set before the ball drops so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun uh 21 plus obviously uh i'm sorry if you like under 
21. That, I mean, blame your parents. Got to blame the parents. <laughs> they should have uh, had you earlier. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to blame your parents. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go to a Donnell Rolling show there and you can't go, blame your mom and dad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, uh, no, yeah, so that's the next show. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really, really fun. Before we get into this last song, you talked about how you were going through some shit when you were writing this song. Yeah. Um, you know, but you're also a guy, because I know you as well as I do, that you're never going to give up. I mean, like you got to go through it, right? I mean, you can't oh, go around sure. it. You can't, you can't get over it. Like you got to go through it, but you've not given up hope on the future. That being said, I'm the same guy. Like uh-huh. I, I've not given up on the future, uh-huh. but 2019 can suck it. I am so ready to throw 2019 <laughs> in the fucking garbage can. And I, but, but that being said, I'm not that guy. Uh-huh. I'm looking for better things in 2020. How do you feel right now? Man, I- yeah, same. You know, I mean, 20, 20, 2019 wasn't that bad. Uh, twenty eighteen was 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 a lot, and and this was a lot of these songs came stem from twenty eighteen, the end of twenty eighteen, uh, right around this time actually, um, going into a, a little bit of the beginning of twenty nineteen. I feel, I feel, I don't feel anything for twenty twenty. I feel like life is going to do whatever it's going to do. I'm just here to live it. And um, I try not to put any expectations with anything, and I think that it help it helps me be a better person. Are you giving me like a Bruce Lee be like water right now? Like no matter what life gives you, you bend and you adapt and you grow. Man, listen, dude, I put like this, man. There, there, there's a lot of things that that I've expected in life that I thought was gonna happen, and it's just like, yeah. nah, man, yeah. that shit didn't happen. So yeah. at this point, whereas you know, I. I think it's more so to do with my mindset and not letting me down as far as that, that I just let it go through anything. And I think 2020 will be a good, you know, good thing if I have that mindset instead of trying to bring in expectations and hoping that something goes the way that it's supposed to because it's 2020 and it's a new year. Are you sure you're not 67? You're 27, right? Yeah. Yeah, way too good a handle on it. I was going to say, way too much wisdom. Now, again, we've all had good years and bad years, and sometimes you bring that attitude, and life just punches you right <laughs> oh. in the fucking nuts. No, uh, no but, 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 but you know what? I had you, you know, You're doing the right thing, man. Like You're like, nope, this is, you, you got it. You, you have to be adaptable, and you, otherwise, why keep waking up in the morning? And, that, and, and, and that's the thing. I think, especially with this record, especially with this song, too, Trying to Find Home, uh... It helped it writing it and just knowing that where I was at, you know, I was I was lost. And I mean, when when you hear the record that's coming up right now, you know, <laughs> that that wasn't Brian Oak's voice. This is my voice. This is my radio <laughs> voice. You know, what I'm but uh, no, yeah, just just writing it, it just really it it, it really pinpointed it for me because you know, um, I wasn't I was at a spot where I didn't know what what I really wanted to do, you know what I mean? I, I knew what I wanted to do, but it's like, how do I get there? And I'm still at this spot to a certain extent. I'm, I have functioning better of trying to go about it, but does this song have the line driving so fast? I'm missing the signs. Or is that a different song? Cause that one got me. Yes. It's trying to find, yep. It's trying to find home. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Trying yep. to find home. Yeah. And, and, and it's and, a great lyric. I was like, he's dropping some philosophy on this right now. I was like, what was, I was thinking what was going on in his life that that was happening, man. It was, and to be honest, uh, as far as music goes, I was just at a point where it was just like, I'm trying to do everything. How can we get to the next level? Okay. And it's always been like that. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Not only that, 
I was going through some relationship stuff. So yeah. that like that kind of it was digging. And then um just just really just trying to figure out where I wanted to be as a better person, yeah. as a better musician, as a better partner, as a just a better anything. And so I was just like, damn, how can I do this? And mind you, I was struggling, man. I was I mean, this is a podcast. We can we can talk this <laughs> shit real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Take you your know, time, I man. Mean, I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was drinking a little bit more. I mean, mind you, I've never. No, 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 let me say, I've never blacked out in my entire life. But I was drinking more than what I would would usually, you know. And it had nothing to do in smoking. I never, as far as weed goes, um, I wasn't. You know, I I never really wasn't a huge smoker. I wasn't a smoker in general, man. I could count like how many times in high school through like now that I was like four times. But I mean, that year alone, man, I was I was smoking just so I can go to sleep, and that that's what happens. I so I can go to sleep, and it was just so I can get the day to be done over. So hopefully the next day I don't yeah. feel this pain or I don't feel this 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 bullshit, uh, you know, problem. And uh, I think that's the best thing with me. I don't feel that way now. But as far as weird captions in this album and these songs, I try, you know, I, I put my soul into that, how I felt. I don't feel that way now, but I'm hoping that someone can gather that feeling and be like, damn, I was, I, I'm right here now. How can I get out of this? Because he's doing well. He battled through mm-hmm. it. and And yeah, man, like, Dude, like I tell you so many days where I was just trying to just literally let the day go by. I was literally just trying to, I got done. I'll go to work, go to work, do what I got to do after work. I would literally stay home, smoke, and I would be so passed out. Probably have like two two or three beers, four beers, whatever, just chill out. And then just pat, go to sleep. And so the next day it would be over and over and over again because it was just like, man, one of these days, one of these motherfucking days, <laughs> one of these motherfucking days now. So one of these days, this pain is going to stop. And one of, yeah. and, 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 and it did. And it happened over time. And yeah, shout out to Word Captions and try to find home. Luckily, I can't relate at all. Here's Dwayne L. Rowland on The Brian Oak Show. <laughs> So fast, can't see all of the signs Hoping one day things just slow down But it all takes time I've been sliding back, I'm trying to find my mental Time and pressure, keeping all essentials Smile through it all, be up the dental Been and twisting, this is what it's meant for I've been struggling, hope this doesn't last it Body feels just like an hourglass Been sitting back, drinking from my past Lost emotion, going through Still a trying track to find like- home I've been waiting for forever, I've been turning on my luck I've been dancing with the devil, been ignoring these calls Still looking for direction, still trying to find home 
I've been making all these moves, man, stuck in the loop, been looking for the sign, still trying to come to you, been all in my mind, still trying to find home. I've been waiting for forever, I've been turning on my luck, I've been dancing with the devil, been ignoring these calls, still looking for direction, still trying to find home. I've been making all these moves, been stuck in the loop, been looking for the sign, still trying to come to you, been all in my mind, still trying to find home. Hoping that it takes me back, a race to change and face the facts, who'll ride with you? When you can't really handle that and grab that life, a fast react. I've been finding out all the lows by dodging holes and still unknown. Can you tell me where my mind be at? I've been sipping this and smoking some like fuck, man. Really wish a nigga had a clone, I've been riding for four weeks. Can't solve like a cold case, can they even think straight? In and out like a cellmate, communication party, exactly what really takes place. The battle love hate, even when I lose, I still maintain. The game ain't really changed. Cause a nigga gon' do what it does Still find the keys even if it rains Still tryna find home Yeah, I've been waiting for forever I've been turning on my luck I've been dancing with the devil Been ignoring these calls Still looking for direction Still trying to find home I've been making all these moves Been stuck in the loop Been looking for the sign Still trying to come to you Been all in my mind Still trying to find home I've been waiting for forever, I've been turning on my luck, I've been dancing with the devil, been ignoring these calls, still looking for direction, still trying to find home. I've been making all these moves, been stuck in the loop, been looking for the sign, still trying to come to you, been all in my mind, still trying to find home. I've been waiting for forever, I've been turning on my luck, I've been dancing with the devil, been ignoring these calls, still looking for direction, still trying to find home. You still trying to find home. Still trying to find home, been looking for the sign, still trying to come to you, been all in my mind, still trying to find home. pretty great example of just how deep and personal the new Dwayne L. Roland record is, Weird Captions. Um, I never, ever, ever ask an artist this, but it with how personal this record is yeah. and with how real the record is, I don't get the Weird Caption part. Do you mind telling me why Weird Captions is the title? I'm happy you said that um, because nothing makes sense. Like nothing, and nothing makes sense. Like through this whole thing, I, I, I didn't. It didn't make sense to me. Everything was yeah. weird. I, it just. I, I'm normally. I wasn't like that. <laughs> and I. And to me, you know, captions just like you. You know, you see it. Yeah. You. You. You know what's going on. Yeah. Like, well, it, it's on the word. It's on the screen, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's, it's it's on the screen, and um, yeah, man. It's just I didn't know what I was doing. Everything was weird. I didn't have anything straight. And I was just like, man, how, what can I name this? And it's weird that it's called Weird Captions because I don't even know where that came from. Um, I even like the cover to me is probably a little, a little bit dark and deep. You know what I'm saying? As far as just me just on the stool and then the, 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 the water. Uh, There's nothing wrong with getting dark and deep. It's just for a lot of people confronting becoming an adult and going through real struggles, and then 
finding that you have to be articulate, you have to be thoughtful, you have to be, have strength to make it through dark times, that's heavy for people, but there's nothing wrong as an artist. In fact, a great number of artists have utilized those periods to create some of their best work. It's just, it, it can be heavy, man. It you can want, be heavy. You want to know this real thing, and then I, I can stop talking, I'll stop talking. Why, it's a podcast. Oh, yeah, if you want to talk true. for another 20 minutes, we're cool. It's 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 So it's crazy. I remember um, during all of this, I text my uncle, and I text my uncle, I text my mom, and I text my dad, and I said, hey, um, I think I'm going to go to therapy. And he said, what? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. And I was like, and my uncle, my uncle, my dad, my dad is always very chill. And dad's like, oh, if you think you need it, you need to go, go for it. Have fun. I mean, I don't have fun, but go for it. <laughs> And and my and my uncle Larry was just like, "Hey man, that's that's big of you to know that you you you're seeking help." And I think that's the biggest thing with this is that and with me, you know, it's just like I knew that I wasn't in a a good space. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I was going to do anything to myself or anything of that nature, but I just wasn't right. I wasn't. It was weird. It was. It was. It wasn't. You know, I sometimes I have those moments, but these that moment was going on for way too damn long for months, and so while doing shows and still, still, and no one would notice. You know, no one would ever notice. Yeah. And the thing was, why I did that was for the simple fact was it's just like no, 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 no. But y'all gonna catch this work when this album drop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so. Just just doing the therapy sessions and talking to friends and friends being there, it, it, it made me realize, like, it's not, it's okay to not be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because I'm a fucking rapper out here, <laughs> yeah. you know, doesn't mean that, you know. I've listened fixed. to enough rap to know that there are more rappers than you that could stand a little sit down and talking time, man. <laughs> and, you know, so could most of us. Like, I, that is one of the bravest and coolest things I've ever heard anybody say because, you know, darkness is everywhere, right? Oh, yeah, and, for sure. and, and it's 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 always omnipresent, and it doesn't mean that you have to be a warrior, but it means you have to be aware. And all of a sudden, you know, you can find yourself. I mean, we talked at the top of the show about the suicide prevention hotline exactly. and that kind of thing. It, it doesn't have to be full blown diagnosed depression for you to be in a bad spot, and it never hurts. If especially if you feel that twinge in your stomach, if you feel that thing at the back of your right. neck, go talk to somebody. And that's and 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 that's exactly what. What I did, and I mean, it definitely, it definitely helped me. It definitely helped how I, I look at things and how I go into situations and what I needed to do. Because at the end of the day, like even through like everything that was going on, I don't blame anyone else. I blame me. You know Super what I'm saying? Healthy. I blame, yeah. I blame me, and I felt like I wanted to be a better person, and that's why you can probably hear it in if if you listen to the album. Um, you see. A growth like when it comes like to too happy uh too happy is like the thing of like or no sorry i'm calling it the actual the actual file name sorry i meant searching okay <laughs> searching is the inner little but yeah. um yeah Ooh, a little behind the scenes oh, right now about that <laughs> you know what? Yeah. i'm so used to seeing yeah. it on my computer yeah. is too yeah. happy to yeah. the point where i totally fucking forgot 40 years from now this is going to be released yeah, as a exactly. deep track <laughs> yeah, on like exactly. on the 12 cd box set of <laughs> dwinell roland it's gonna be like too happy original <laughs> title um and it's gonna be some rough demo i look yeah. forward to it yeah, except man. i won't be here just <laughs> But it's it's crazy, man. It's just crazy as far as just like having it 
just, I don't know. I, I talked about the whole thing of just like, and, and that really sums it up to me. Uh, that song summed it up because it was just like, I went through this and now I'm happy. And now like, like I went through all of that and it's just like, man, we hear the future, you know, and uh, the future is more. And so now, you know, now it's just really just trying to figure out at this point and at this stage, I'm cool. I'm fine. I'm living. I'm cool. Hi. <laughs> you know, everything is great. And I'm just happy. I will say I'm happy that everything, all that happened because I learned more about myself. And I feel like right now in times where shit happens that can go wrong, is the two things you can do. I mean, how I look at it is you can either fucking mope about the shit or two, figure out a solution. And not only that, not only figure out that solution, but work on yourself while you're figuring it out and know and figure out what your weaknesses are to this. And I figured out my weaknesses or I thought I did, or I mean, I'm doing pretty well, so I can't say that I thought I did, but um, I figured out my weaknesses and was just like, all right, this is what I needed to do. And I fucking did it. But not only that, during that whole entire time, I wrote an album for it. And I even told Jordan, shout out to Jordan Alamat, um, one of my closest friends and partners. Um, I even told him and he goes, <laughs> he it's funny. He goes, he goes, yo, this album probably will not blow you up because it's so weird. It's different. It's, it's just, it's, it's personal. But he says there's one thing that this album will do. He said it will resonate with a lot of people. And if something were, ever happened, they will go back to this. And they were like, he, he and, and me and him talk every day, all the time. And he was just like, this may be the album that's the most slept on until someone goes back later and be like, mm-hmm. damn, he was actually saying something. And like I said, this album, how I told him, I said, this album was a lot for me, you know, more so than just making music for mm-hmm. others. It was a lot for me to just, it was therapy for me to put out as far as that. The artist has that right, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd like to sell a million copies. Yeah, you'd like to mm-hmm. go on tour with, I don't know, Grimes? Would you like to go on tour with Grimes? Hey. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's that being a said, lot. I, I feel I feel like I feel like artists. I feel like artists. Like you know, um, it's one thing to want to be successful. It's one thing to want to do what you do for a living. Fuck, I'd like to do what I do for a living. Yeah. Uh, but if you're an artist, if you're that person, I don't know that you can keep that shit inside. So you went to therapy, and that was great. And you talked to somebody, but you are articulate and expressive and a talented person in what you do. So you've got this other avenue. The only yeah. thing I'd throw on top of that is there's a lot of people out there who are suffering. They're sad. Mm-hmm. They hurt, whatever. Um, so I like to write. I'm just shitty at it, right? Like, I don't know syntax. I don't know iambic pentameter. I suck at it, but I do it all the time right? because after you do it, you like you vent your spleen, you feel better. So mm-hmm. whether it's somebody painting, whether it is doing topiary, you know, cutting the the bushes in your front yard into swan <laughs> shapes, whatever the case may be. This is right? called freestyling with I, Brian. I, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, great. It, it doesn't matter if you're any good at art. Keep trying and keep doing it. You may never be Dwynell Roland, but you may... It, 
you have to keep it even and then don't go back and listen to me like oh i suck at this i'm terrible get it out oh, of yeah. your system man do, do it something like, but if you're lucky enough to be as good as dwight now oh so. shit son. I, hey do something honestly and then i'll say this and i'll just leave it alone but um like i said weird caption was was for me but i just hope and whoever listens to this whoever you know hears this out right now um and if you do check this out man i i hope that this album does what it did for me and um and that just helped me figure out myself and to know that you know i mean shit happens you know problems happen things happen and you you know you just gotta work through it and um even though i'm not feeling that way anymore as long as someone can relate to it and be like damn dude this song hit me at this moment at this time where it's just like damn that's all that i care about you know and um and i hope for anyone that's viewing i mean not viewing listening to this um ear viewing yeah ear viewing (laughs) i like that i like that uh ear viewing this um i hope you listen to it and uh yeah i hope you get something out of it because it helped me and i can only hope that can help you too and remember that even if you go through something heavy in your 20s doesn't mean you're out of the fucking woods by any stretch of the imagination. Dwayne L. Rowland, um, we had a weird chance, unusual introduction to each other years ago, and um, I'm glad we're friends, man. Thank you for coming by. Hey, man. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Love that guy. The new, record, the new record is called Weird Captions. If you can give me one online source, what's the best place for people to find you, your stuff, any of it? Um, I would say Instagram. Yeah? I- Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, it's all the same. Just Dwynell Rowland. Okay. D-W-Y-N-E-L-L-R-O-L-A-N-D. That's it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. We got to get out of here. It's been going on for a while, but man, I could I could listen to him talk about that for a very long time, and I'm glad you will come back somewhere in the future. Yeah. Uh, oh, come on now. I know, I know, I know. Come on now. We're talking about the game of practice. But, but, <laughs> exactly. What? what? Practice? <laughs> We're talking about practice? What? <laughs> I want to uh, say thank you to all of our sponsors. I want to say thank you to all of our early adopters. I want to th- say thanks to Dwynell. <laughs> Well, the new record is called Weird Captions. I also want to say thank you to my business partner and this evening producer, Sean Bernard. He is a realtor by trade at Adino Realty at 50th in France, but he serves the entire metro. And there's only run, one reason I would sign on with him. Kind of the same reason I would sign on with somebody like Dwynell Roland is I like him. I trust him. Why would people trust you? I mean, we're talking about one of the biggest investments people make in their entire life right in the home i mean yes there are multi-billionaires the oligarchy the plutocracy who run and direct our everyday life but if you're not one of those people and this is actually a major investment why would somebody come and talk to you well i think that uh, it's just, not a test i just, just want just to know based on the fact that you are endorsing me i don't think you'd do that if i was a shyster or a i wouldn't and that but but scammers. but i want to know like so but i mean people are like uh, yeah but brian oak also used to endorse hyundai way back when they were a brand new vehicle 25 years ago like is sean bernard the hyundai of realtors i like to think i am no, no i'm just kidding. I'm, so kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So no, I'm kidding i'm kidding no i'm not uh, and so i didn't mean to put you on the spot i guess i just am asking you know because there i think there are a lot of credible people and quality people uh, and reasonable and trustworthy people that do what you do for a living why would i call you well a friend of mine that i went to the uh gopher game gopher women's game with on sunday said 
I'd rather go with you because I can trust you. And right. I, she goes, and I know you're not a money pig. <laughs> and I mean, I, what else can I say? I mean, she's like, I know you're not a money pig and you're not going to like force us to sell. She wants to sell her father's home. Yeah. And she's like, I know you're not going to like force us to do it right away right. so you can make your commission. I said, you're damn right I won't. Like, that's not worth it to me. So we'll take our time. We'll do what's right and get your dad the most we can for his home. How do yeah. people get a hold of you? 612-859-2594 or Sean Bernard at EdinaRealty.com. If anybody can help me print up a plaque that looks like an Edina Realty business card with S-E-A-N, B-A-R-N-A-R-D, but instead of saying realtor beneath that name, it says not a money pig. I would appreciate <laughs> your help because that's one of my favorite descriptors of all time. Thank you, Dwayne. Lovely to have Hi, you, man. man. Thank you. I'm happy almost, holidays. Yeah, same uh, to yeah, you, you, man. Too. And you take too. care. And happy 2020. Let's hope it all keeps moving in the right direction. Uh, <laughs> I love Christmas time. Oh, man, we went late. This is the longest show we've ever done. I'm so be, yeah. sorry. No, it's all good, dude. Uh, it's all good. We trust love it. me, I, I'm not unhappy at <laughs> all about any of that. Um, but we are going to end with a holiday song. Here's the problem. I got so deep into Dwayne's story, I forgot what we're going to play. Oh, it's uh, Leon Redbone, Christmas Island. Oh, so Leon Redbone is one of those weirdo outsiders, not outsiders, but just like he's got a weird look and a weird style, and he reminds me of Father Guido Sarducci oh from God. the early days of SNL. Father Guido Sarducci. But, but he's got this great, rich baritone, and he's got a bunch of his own great songs, but he does this cover of a song that I first heard by Bing Crosby when I was very young, but ever since I heard this version off of the Elf movie soundtrack, the Will Ferrell movie, <laughs> which, by the way, that entire soundtrack is bulletproof if you're looking to add something new to your holiday collection, the Elf movie soundtrack, get it. But this right here, because it's both about the holidays, but also kind of this weird, sad, sentimental World War II song, because there really is a Christmas island oh, yeah. down in the southeastern That's islands, right. but it's a beautiful song. Um, we'll be back with a few more shows before the holidays hit too hard, but uh, thank you everybody for listening. to spend Christmas on Christmas Island How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island How'd you like to hang your stocking on a great big coconut tree How'd you like to stay up late Like the islanders do Wait for Santa to sail in With your presents in a canoe If you ever spend Christmas On Christmas Island You will never stray for every day Your Christmas dreams come true
How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to hang your stocking on a great big coconut tree? How'd you like to stay up late Like the islanders do Wait for Santa to sail in With your presents in a canoe If you ever spend Christmas On Christmas Island You will never stray for every day Your Christmas 